a spirit that produces absolute loyalty to the Lord. So uh, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a confession. I wanna, I wanna share with you all one of my, uh, one of my guilty pleasures. Y'all know uh, I'm an East Coast boy, um, so we got our own little swag, our own little way of doing things. Uh, but when, when I moved to Louisville, Travis, I, uh, I found myself um, enjoying this new guilty pleasure. Um, and one of my one of my guilty pleasures, Chris, is uh, is chips. It's uh, it's it's a bag of chips. Um, but I want y'all to get this because since I moved uh, over to Louisville, uh, my guilty pleasure, y'all, isn't just any kind of chips. Okay, um, it's it's a special kind of chips that my taste buds started desiring when I moved to Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, and, 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 and I know, I know some of y'all, y'all, y'all have these chips and y'all gotta have a big red. I don't have to have the big red, but, uh, with every sub, Minister Kelsey, I've got to have these chips. Uh, and these chips, you done, you done hit it low. These, these chips since moving to Kentucky, um, y'all already know it. When you gotta have your big red, you gotta have a bag of Grippos. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Listen, I'm, I'm hooked on grippos can't you tell listen i'm i'm hooked on grippos um but 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 listen uh when i when i first moved here and it was you know a couple of years ago i was uh actually quite a few years ago uh some time has passed i was i was 25 uh when i had my first bag of grippos and so i considered that now um here it is almost a decade later uh but to me uh moving here was considered back in the day right this is a whole almost a decade later and uh back in the day i remember when i moved and, and i got my first bag of grippos listen it gave me life do you understand it it changed my whole life forever uh but then it seems like something happened. I don't know if the Grippos are different over in Indiana than they are in Kentucky, but the, the, the context of the Grippos have changed for me. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Uh, a few years ago, you opened up the whole bag of chips and you got the whole bag of chips. But here recently, the last couple of years, Byron, I've been buying these Grippos and it seems like it's more air in the bag than chips. So I bought, I bought, I've been buying these bigger bag of Grippos, hoping that maybe I'll get I'll get more chips, and I'm I'm now buying these bigger bag of Grippos, and it's still uh, it's less chips and more air. Do y'all know y'all know what I'm talking about? And uh, y'all, I'm I'm loving these Grippos, but I'm a little bit frustrated that um, I'm getting a little bit less than what I feel like it is that I deserve. Uh, so 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 I just remember the last time I bought a bag of Grippos. I remember opening up the bag and thinking to myself, Chris. Dang, is this all? Is is this it? You know, is this 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 the y'all just gonna give me 10 chips? Y'all really gonna sell me 10 chips and a bag full of air? The audacity. How dare you do me like that? Is this is this it? Listen, I want to use as a subject today, just for a few moments, this can't be it. This uh this this can't this can't be it. Um, can anybody else feel me on this? Uh, I know I know that we're promised a life over in yonder where the streets are paved with gold. I know that we're preparing for a place uh, with pearly white gates. Uh, the song says what? That soon as my feet strike Zion, I'm I'm gonna lay down my heavy burdens. But but the truth is, I've got to learn how to live here in in order to live again over there. And and 
if I can just be honest today, I decided I'm going I'm going to tell the truth and shame the devil. Uh, my struggle isn't how I'm going to get there for me right now, but but my struggle for me right now is how I'm going to make it here. I want I want you to get this. It's not that I'm unhappy. It's not that I'm not satisfied. It's it's not that I'm not content. But the truth of the matter is, all I continue to ask myself is this: this can't be it. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You've sown, you've worked, you've done everything that you've been trying to do, been trying to love God, been trying to love God's people. And listen, it still seems like your back is up against the wall. You you must be finding yourself saying this can't be be it. The truth is that life, life within itself brings its challenges with hopes oftentimes that leave a left, a life unfulfilled. Life sometimes brings forth dead dreams in us that never are accomplished. Sometimes relationships throughout life that leave us still feeling lonely. Children that have a tendency to cut up. Jobs that can be draining and you stop and ask yourself saying, listen, this can't be it. I'm I'm breaking my neck, Byron, to do everything everybody needs me to do. I'm, I'm killing myself, bending over backwards, trying to be the person that people expect. I'm, I'm showing up over and over and over again, and all I continue to tell myself is this, this can't, this can't, this can't be it. Uh, God, God says, though, listen, that there is more in store. Uh, so is there anybody in the room that's trusting God for greater? Is there anybody streaming right now on the live that, listen, you, you're trusting God for something better. You're trusting God for something steady. You're trusting God for something consistent. I've been loyal. I've been faithful. I've been committed. I've been patient. I've been long-suffering. I'm about to run the list. Listen, uh, but Isaiah says right here in verse 1, he says that the spirit of the Lord now shall shall rest upon him. The spirit of the Lord shall shall rest upon upon him. Y'all y'all got just a couple of minutes, ju just a few. Uh, I wanna I wanna deal with the hymn piece. Uh, that the spirit of the Lord will rest on him. Uh, the hymn now is the one that God has anointed. That that's who the hymn is. The hymn is the one that God has anointed. Now now First John chapter two. Uh, uh, verse 20 says that now you have an anointing from from the Holy One. Now, now you have the anointing. And the thing, Minister Kelsey, about this anointing is that when it's God's anointing, it will rest on you. You you about to get this in just a minute. See, some of us have been living our lives where we've been wandering. We, we, we've been trying to decide whether or not we're spirit-led. But God says, listen, I don't need you to be led by the Spirit. I need you to be filled by the Spirit. The, that's the thing when the Spirit rests on you. The Spirit now acknowledges God, and, and the Spirit then consecrates us and allows us to do a great work. So understand, the first thing now is a Spirit that rests. Everybody just say rest. Uh, everybody just say rest. Uh, and so what that means now is uh, uh, this, th this spirit that rest isn't something that's fleeting. It's not something that's passing. But, but the spirit of God that you need to rest, in other words, I need God's spirit to settle on me. Uh, you know anything about the spirit of God? In other words, it's referred to as the anointing. When, whenever you are anointed, listen, whenever you are anointed, you need God's spirit to rest on you. You, you need God's spirit to rest 
to rest on you. I'm, I'm reminded of the words in, in 1 Samuel uh, chapter 16 when, when they were anointing the king. Do y'all remember that where they poured out the oil? The, the oil now was the symbol, but the anointing was the substance. I, I want you to get this. What they poured was just the symbolicness of, of the substance that was within. The Bible says that they anointed the kings. Listen, they poured the oil so much so, Reverend Yolanda, that as the oil began to fall, the Bible says that the oil began to run down their face. Listen, after the oil ran down their face, it began to run into the beard. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Listen, when the when the spirit just begins to rest on you, I just, I want you to know that when you are anointed, everything you touch has to grow. When you, when you are anointed, God's spirit is on your life. When you, when you are anointed, the people around you have to level up. When, when you are anointed, it's some things that just have to look different. Listen, folk are wondering how in the world hey, did you go through everything you went through and you still got a smile on your face? Listen, I didn't fall out. I didn't act out. I didn't lose my mind. But the truth of the matter is it was his spirit that was resting on me. The, all I need you to get today, I don't need your spirit to pass by, God. I, I don't need your spirit just to show up. But in this season of my life, God, I, I need your spirit to settle here. I, I need your spirit to rest on me. I, I need your spirit to fall on me. I, I need your spirit to fill me up. Uh, listen, how, how, how haven't you lost it? Listen, his spirit was resting on me. How didn't I lose my mind? His spirit was resting on me. How did I let you get away and not get you together? His spirit was, was resting on me. You ought to thank God that, listen, the, the spirit rests on me. It, it's the spirit of God in me and this it's resting. It's resting. It's resting on me. Uh, so in order to get from here to there, listen, you got to have a spirit that rests. I, I don't need nothing to pass through. I don't need nothing to show up on occasion. But God, I need you to settle. I need you to rest. I need you to rest. I need I need you to rest. A spirit, a spirit that rests. A spirit, a spirit, a spirit that that rests. Then, then, then the text goes on and says, uh, it says not only uh, does, does the Lord's Spirit rest on the one that is anointed, but, but the Bible also says that the Spirit also gives uh, extraordinary wisdom. Uh, it gives a spirit that gives extraordinary wisdom. I, I just, I, I love that, Lo. I love it uh, because extraordinary means more. Uh, this, this can't be it if it's extraordinary. Uh, I'm, I'm now looking now for a little bit more. Uh, and so the same spirit that rests on you is the same spirit that gives you wisdom. Everybody say wisdom. The spirit of wisdom uh, and and the spirit, the spirit producing wisdom uh, has the ability to help make us wise. That's, that's real simple, right? Uh, the spirit that helps give us wisdom uh, is the spirit that helps us be wise. And so wisdom now consists in the choice of the best means to secure the best end. That's, that's what wisdom is. Uh, wisdom is now uh, uh, securing the best means to, to the best end. 
end. Uh, what, 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 what does that mean, Pastor Laron? Uh, it means now when we talk about wisdom, it means that oftentimes, Minister Sean, we, we know exactly what we must do. That's, that's not our problem. The, the problem with a lot of us, we got wisdom. We, we know exactly what we need to be doing, how we need to be doing it. The, the truth of the matter is most of us don't need the answer. We already have it. Most of us know exactly what we need to do. The problem is that we just don't do it. That, that's the problem. The problem ain't that we don't know how to live. We don't know how to serve. We don't know how to give. We don't know how to tithe. We don't know how to love. That, that's not our issue. The problem is we got all that. We just, we just don't do it. We just, we just don't do it. But, but the Spirit now gives extraordinary wisdom. It gives extraordinary wisdom. I was reading, I was reading an article a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it, it really blessed me. It, it talked about uh, the three types of people in the world. There, there are three types of people in the world. Uh, three, three types. I thought, I thought it was just two, but no, it's it's three. There's three types of people in the world, and the first type of person in the world uh, is a person that is uh, proactive. So understand now that the spirit, the spirit, uh, the spirit gives you rest, but the spirit also gives you wisdom. Uh, there. Are People in the world that are proactive. Uh, in other words, uh, they will they will get to it before it actually needs to get done. That that's a proactive person, a person that that won't procrastinate. They won't make excuses. But I'm going to be proactive. But then then the second type of person now is a person that is reactive. And and a reactive person they they wait until things have just run amok. Now we now we're trying to figure this thing out. Listen, the baby done run. Now we run and trying to figure this thing out. That, that's a reactive person. But I thought that those were just the two types of people, a proactive and a reactive. But, but listen, there are also people in the world that don't uh, adapt and operate in their wisdom. And so you've got people that are proactive. You've got people that are reactive. But you also have people that are inactive. Uh, you've got those type of inactive people. Listen, they, they know exactly what they need to be. But listen, we, we won't take any action. We won't won't move forward. Instead, we, we'll beat everybody else up around us. Woe is me. Why, why things ain't coming together? This just can't be it. But you really ain't doing nothing about getting from here to there. But the Spirit, the Spirit now, listen, the Spirit now says that the Spirit gives wisdom. So so tell somebody, listen, you've got to be wise. God, God has given you wisdom. The Spirit now, it, it doesn't just rest, but the Spirit also gives. What do you need, God, to give you? I'm just talking to somebody, listen, if he's resting on you, then he's already given you. What, what are you doing with what he's given? Tell somebody, do it. Tell somebody, just do it. Tell somebody, do it. He, he's given you the ability to do it. He's given you the mind to do it. He's given you the creative to do it. He's given you the innovation to do it. He's given you the spirit to do it. He's given you the blueprint to do it. You, you've been talking about it, just do it. You've been with whispering about it, just do it. You've been dreaming about it, just do it. You've been thinking about it, but just, just do it. I, I know you've been praying, but God said, listen, just do it. Just do it. The spirit, the spirit that rests uh, and the spirit, the spirit that gives, the, the spirit that gives. I know, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Listen, I'm just trying to figure out this. This really can't be it. I'm struggling. I'm waking up every day going to the grind for a nine to five. 
I know I know this just can't be it. I, I'm doing all I'm trying to do and I'm still paycheck to paycheck. I know that this can't just be it. But the truth of the matter is, listen, the spirit, whatever you need, you, you've got the wisdom now to just do it. Whatever, whatever it is, listen, you you gotta you gotta just you gotta just you gotta just do it. And 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 one of the reasons uh why we just don't do it uh is because uh storms have a tendency to just rock us, don't they? You you ever really just kind of go through something? Uh, and I'm talking like go through, you know, whatever that whatever that go through is, Mother Phyllis, uh, where you ain't you ain't told nobody. Your husband don't know nothing about it. Uh, you go into your secret place. Uh, don't nobody even know your struggle. Don't nobody know what you're dealing with privately. Uh, and sometimes we interpret the storm that we go through as a means to an end. We, we, we interpret the storm as a means to end us. But, but can I tell you this when I talk about what the Spirit gives? Uh, because not only does the Spirit give us wisdom, but the Spirit also gives us protection. The, the storm that we interpret as a means to an end really is the storm that's protecting us. The, the storm gives us protection. Not, so not only does the spirit give, but but the storm also gives us something as well. Uh, let me let me put it to you like this. Uh, this week, I looked out back and uh, I noticed y'all that uh, on the back in the backyard uh, on the deck, Byron, I uh, it was a frog. It was a frog on on the deck, mother. It was a frog on the deck. I'd never seen a frog in the backyard in my life. I don't think since 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 we've lived there. And it was a it was a frog on the deck. And uh, my dog uh, was at the door, and he saw the frog through the glass door. Uh, so my dog is inside with me, uh, and the frog now is outside on the deck. Uh, and my little my little puppy, my little guy, my little dude, he uh, he he saw this frog on his spot, and he he's throwing himself now at the door. My dog is trying to get out, uh, and I knew I knew I couldn't let my dog out. I didn't want I didn't want the frog to die. Cute little green frog hopping hopping around. Um, I didn't I didn't want him to die. Uh, and but my dog was doing everything he could. Bishop Bishop was doing everything he could to, to try to get out and see and get to this frog. So uh, here's here's what I did, Reverend Kelsey. I said to myself, I, I'm like, okay, I can't I can't let Bishop out because uh, Bishop is going to tear this frog up. So I said, you know what? Let me go out. Uh, and here's what I did, y'all. I went out and uh, I did. It was a little itty bitty frog. I got down. You know, I didn't want to touch him, but I started to blow on him. <sighs> I was I was trying to get the frog uh, off the deck, right? I'm I'm trying to blow the frog uh, off the deck, and I'm I'm blowing, and I'm I'm blowing. So I finally I went back inside. I found an old piece of mail that I had. And I said, let me let me maybe try to scoop him off. The dog y'all is going crazy. Dog trying to get to the frog. I I took the mail, Mother Phyllis, and I'm I'm trying to scoop the frog off the deck. Uh, here's the thing though. The frog just started flipping. I'm I'm blowing. I'm pushing. I'm trying to get him to go ahead on about his business, and the frog is just flipping. Uh, here, here is the point that I want you to get, right? Uh, if I would have let the dog 
dog out. The dog would have ripped the poor frog to shreds. Now, now listen, the, the frog in his mind thought that this was the worst it could get by just a little bit of flipping and a little bit of blowing. Can I help somebody? Listen, sometimes God will just, you got to get through the storm, but sometimes the storm is saving your life. I, I had to blow on the frog because I didn't want him to die. He, he flipped a little bit, but he still survived. Uh, the wind blew on him just a little bit, but the frog still made it. I, I just want to encourage somebody today that, that not only does the spirit give, but, but the storm sometimes is protecting you. I, you ought to be glad that the storm didn't take you out, that you didn't die in the storm, but sometimes the winds are blowing, and that, that's just to move you out the way. So Sometimes the rain is falling, and, and that's just to get you on out the way. Listen, the frog, the frog had a little bit of flip, but the frog made it. Listen, the frog went through a little bit of a storm, but but the frog made it. Listen, I, I just want to encourage you. I know life has been no crystal stair. I, I know it's been some ups and some downs, but even in the middle of the storm, even in the turning, even in the flipping, God was, God was protecting you. Anybody, anybody grateful for his hand of protection that God, once I, once I survived, once I made it out, once I make it through, once the door opens, once the window cracks, the spirit now, the spirit that gives. Let me, last, last point. Byron, can we put that verse up one last time? Not only does the spirit rest, and not only does the spirit give, listen to this. It said, but a spirit that provides the ability to execute plans. A spirit that provides the ability to execute plans. Last point, Byron, we're ready. Not only is a spirit that rest important. Not only is a spirit that gives important, but can I speak to the spirit in you? Because the spirit also produces. A spirit that gives the ability to execute plans. Uh, I, don't, I don't know who this is for, but God says that, listen, safety can no longer be your priority. Safety can no longer be your priority. Uh, and here, here's what I mean. I know, I know we're in the height of COVID right now, and uh, your physical safety is important, but, but I'm talking about the kind of safety that has kept you stuck. I'm talking about the kind of safety where you've stayed in your comfort zone because you were afraid to stretch out and walk out and go out. But God says right now that, listen, your safety, it, it is no longer your priority. Uh, Isaiah said in 43 verse 2 that when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. <laughs> uh, when you. When you pass through the rivers, they won't sweep over you. When you, when you walk through the fire, you won't be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. In other words, because the spirit of the Lord 
will always be with you. I'm, I'm talking to the people now where you've now got to move out of your comfort zone. You've got to move out of your safety zone because safety is no longer your priority. God, God promises to keep you safe. You, you've got to step out of wanting to be safe and step out into wanting to be successful. Here it is now that when you, when you move, from the place of being stuck. You move to the place of potential. You move to the place of promise. God told Joshua, I will protect you. <laughs> he said, uh, everywhere your feet tread, I will be with you. You you ain't been stepping because you've been you've been unsure if you'll be safe if you walk there. God says, "Listen, I'm going to cover you. I'm I've got you." Uh many of us we won't we won't move because we we want to stay in the safety zone. We want to stay where it's comfortable, but God says, "Listen, if I'm resting on you, and if I've given you, then the expectation is to produce in you. What, uh, what do you have your sights on? What are you championing for God to do in your life? That even in the moments of defeat, even in the moments of lack, even in the moments of discouragement, when the moments where you're looking and it seems like the monotony, the same routine, the same people, the same cycle, the same stuff, the same trend, and you say, this can't be it. God says, your rest your spirit, your production. Last line, Byron. I'm through, and I, I wasn't even going to touch this, but the last thing Isaiah says that not only will the spirit rest, not only will the spirit give extraordinary wisdom, not only will the spirit provide the ability to execute plans, but a spirit that produces absolute loyalty to the Lord. Um, loyalty, loyalty is related to a track record. Uh, loyalty is, is related to history. I remember back in the day, y'all, when, uh, when I used to have hair, and uh, I would go to the barbershop, low, and uh, I always would find the one barber that could just line me up and get me right. And I was so loyal to my barbers. Listen, fellas, anybody can feel me on this? Your barber can be out of town. This is how loyal I would listen. I'm going to walk around woofing until my barber gets back. Because I'm not gonna sit in anyone else's chair 
because I don't know their history. Listen, if I got to wait on my barber to come back from vacation, I'm going to wait because that's how loyal I am. Listen, I'm, I'm talking about a spirit that produces absolute loyalty where the road ain't been easy, but I'm loyal. Listen, I, I know, God, listen, you'll show up whenever you get ready. God, I'm going to be faithful. I'm going to be loyal. God, wherever you send me, God, I'll go. Whatever you want me to do, God, I'll do it. Whatever you call me to do, God, I'll say it. God, I'm going to be loyal. What's your loyalty level? This ain't it. This can't be it. We know that God is the God of extraordinary. But God says, I've already rested my spirit on you. I've already given you so that you can produce in you. I know this ain't it, but what are you doing to make sure it's not it? Anybody willing to declare, listen, God, I, if I got to work a little bit harder, God, I'll work harder. God, if I got to dig a little bit deeper, God, I'll dig deeper. God, if I got to be a little bit more long-suffering, God, I'll do that. God, if I got to say no to some people, I'm willing to say no. If it requires me to walk away, I'll do just that. Father, whatever you need me to do, this, this is not it. This is not it. This is not it. But there's so much more. And so, God, I'll dream bigger. God, I'll be more focused. God, I'll have more integrity. God, I'll be more long-lasting. God, I'll stay in the race. God, I won't give up. God, I won't fight back. God, I won't walk back. I know this isn't it, but God, I'm pressing toward the mark. Anybody pressing for anything greater? Anybody pressing for anything bigger? Anybody pressing for anything better? This can't be it. But God, whatever you need me to do, God, I'll do it. Rest on me. Spirit, live in me and produce from me. I'm through. Can I say this? We family. We, we talk so much at this church about purpose. You, you probably hear purpose in just about every sermon, every Sunday. Because your purpose is so important. If you understood how much was inside of you, if you understood how much God loves you, I know, and that's, how, that's why we're in our manifest series right now. This, this ain't it. Do you think this is it? Do you think God created you? He took the time to intricately design you. There's no one in the world like you. They, they may identify like you. They may, they may have some similarities, but there will never be anyone in the world like you. You, you think this is all God wants for your life? 
this. Just going to work and just the same routine. This can't be it. God, there is so much more. Stretch us. Grow us. Peel away whatever doesn't need to be, God. Purify our hearts. Create in us, God, something new, God. God, our sights. Our sights. Our sights are on heaven. But God, help us. Help us to make it here on earth. This, this ain't it. Listen, this ain't it. <laughs> this ain't it. it. It's cute. But this ain't it. You are the God that is able to do exceeding, abundant, above all we can ask or think. And so, God, even when we come to the end of ourselves, come here, Reverend Kelsey. Even when we come to the end of ourselves, God is able to even exceed even what we think. Will you set your sights not on what you see, but set your sights on what he said. Listen, we open up the doors of the church now. If you will, would you just stand all over on your feet? We invite you to come now. Amen. This is your time. This is your time to make a decision. If you've been thinking about your life in the context of what more is there? What else is there for me to do? You see, we've all been stuck there. We've all been there. I don't know about you, but what you see today is not what was yesterday or the day before. We've all been there. And if you're asking yourself, what's next? I invite you to come. I invite you to come and be a part of this fellowship today. If you don't know who Jesus is, I invite you to come. The doors of this church are open, and they're open for you. Won't you come today? And I want to answer the question that he proposed in the sermon, there is more. <laughs> 
Look to the person that you're standing next to. Tell them there is more. 